Hello there, and welcome into a Saturday edition of B-Shape Daily. I wasn't sure whether I was going to do a show today or not. Uh, you know, I try to do one every weekday, five shows a week. But I did say, during spring training, there will be times, opportunities that come along where it will feel necessary to do shows on the weekend as well. There really is no weekend here in Jupiter, Florida. At least not for the media. I know some of the players, the position players, have not had to officially report yet. They will all have to have reported by tomorrow, Sunday, and then Monday will be the first official full squad workout for the Cardinals of spring training 2020. And so this last weekend where the position players who have already been there getting some some work in ahead of time when they didn't necessarily have to be there, those guys, while they've been working hard, this is kind of their last weekend to have an opportunity to spend some time if they've got family in the area to, to take some off days. And so a uh, little bit of a lighter crowd on Saturday, and I imagine tomorrow, Sunday, will be more of the same with not a full house of position players as, you know, this is really the last off day they're going to get for, for quite some time for the most part, and especially on a weekend day. You really don't have any weekend days off during the baseball season. So I imagine many of them will take advantage of that tomorrow. The media, though, we're there every day and covering what happens. And today, Saturday, you know, something happened. This morning, the news was Miles Michaelis and the setback to his spring throwing program as he last threw on Thursday. And today being Saturday, typically you would take a day off and then throw another side session, a bullpen session, essentially every two days. And the throwing schedule comes out this morning and Miles Michaelis' name is not on it. And so Mike Schilt was asked about that this morning, and it turns out that Michaelis is dealing with what Schilt called, quote, a little something this morning. And so we only got a couple of minutes. It was kind of a weird day at Cardinals camp because of the rain. You know in Florida, especially, you know, right here near the ocean, you're going to get that. Um, you're going to get some weather that, that doesn't always cooperate, and it's been good so far. Uh, but today was a day, not not a total washout, and Mike Schilt was asked, you know, about the Cardinals, you know, their plans for the day, and did they get the work in that they intended? And Schultz said, for the most part, they pretty much accomplished everything they intended to do. Some of it was a little bit more mental reps in the building than actually being out on the field and getting the reps in that they wanted, but all part of their, their process and their plan for, for getting ready for the 2020 season. And they didn't let the rain stop them. But what the rain did stop this morning was the media session with Mike Schilt. And so he gets a couple minutes into questions about Miles Michaelis and his status. And then he has to go, you know, try to fix the weather, as I joked. He had to go, you know, tell his players that were out on the backfields, hey, here's how we're going to modify. Here's what we're going to do if this weather keeps up or, you know. So that kind of took him away for a while. And then it was a lot of waiting around for the media, waiting for Schultz to come back, you know, wondering about this Michaelis situation. And then we did eventually get a chance to speak with Miles Michaelis himself. And I'll have some quotes some clips to play from both Michaelis and Mike Schilt during this podcast, which I felt, you know, because of the newsworthiness of the situation with Michaelis, it was worthwhile to record today. So I decided that's what I was going to do. So here we are. Now, let's get into it. What is the situation with Miles Michaelis? As I wrote for KMOV in a story earlier this afternoon, and then I updated with additional quotes from, from both uh, relevant parties, the manager of the Cardinals and the pitcher himself which you can read at KMOV.com or the Baseball STL app. But we're going to talk about some of uh, those same things here in the show. But the situation is that Michaelis is dealing with some soreness in his forearm, the flexor tendon. It's something that he dealt with last season. 
uh, pitched through it, and you know, by his own description, at, at the end of the year is the part, you know, the time of the season when it was probably most uh, impacting him and most affecting him in a negative way. But you remember in the postseason, he had a good start, pitched pretty well in the playoffs. So it, it wasn't like you know you could say, oh well, that's why Michaelis, you know, his ERA went from two point eight to four point two or whatever it ended up being. Uh, I, I don't know that that was necessarily something you could pinpoint. However, you could, you know, and this that was his his perspective on the matter. However, you could look at it and say, all right, if if you know pitching through some of this pain and soreness caused him or really forced him to have to modify certain pitches like the slider, which is something that we've talked about. Uh, he felt like he got away from last year. If perhaps the reason he felt like he needed to tinker with that slider and and he he wasn't able to throw it the same without pain. If that was if that was connected, then it's potentially understandable why uh, you know some of those changes were made and, and and therefore why he wasn't as effective. So from his own perspective, sure, he says it didn't affect him as much. And at the peak of the time of the year when it would have been affecting him, he pitched pretty well, and so wasn't an issue. But he did get a PRP injection shortly after the end of the season. The plan after that was to rest and recover, and you know started his playing catch program whenever he did normal time, normal circumstances. But then when he gets to spring and started to ramp things up, that's kind of when he felt like it was, you know, starting to become problematic and he started to feel that soreness. Um, and so I'll let you go ahead and hear from Miles Michaelis so you can hear in his own words what he had to say about the situation today. And then we'll kind of talk about it and break down what it could mean going forward. Got some more clips to play and I'll introduce them as such. And uh, we'll, we'll just dive right into it right here. Here's Miles Michaelis from earlier Saturday afternoon. You know, it felt pretty good and then... Like I said, it felt good once I started playing catch, and then once you start, you know, I try to maybe ramp it up too quick or just as the intensity grows, as it, with my understanding of of how the physical nature behind it is, you know, as something heals and there's some new tissue there, that tissue then has to become used to the throwing of a baseball. So whatever is new and healed in there, hasn't been throwing a baseball for 30 years. It's kind of new, so it just needs to adjust. It needs time to, ooh, this is throwing a baseball? This is pretty tough. So now it just needs, like, you know, maybe it needs a couple days to, you know, strengthen up, get its get its R&R, some TLC, and then, you know, come back come back strong. With the way it feels right now, if we were in mid-June, do you think it would be something you'd go through, or would you still need that rest? Even if it were mid-season, you'd need 10 days? Or... Well, I think it's different because when you talk about being – mid-June you know by then you know I'm in you know the rest of my body is in mid-season shape so it's at that point it's more of a just keeping it under control but it is more difficult to ramp up to that when you're dealing with some soreness and so that was Miles Michaelis earlier Saturday afternoon and you heard in the middle of that clip I asked him and I think this is a question that a lot of fans would want to know okay so describe for me I know it's spring training I know you want to be cautious but if it were mid-June if it were the middle of the baseball season, would this be something you could pitch through? Because, as we said, Michael has pitched through something very similar to the soreness that he's experiencing now last season and was able to do so and was able to continue pitching and, and, and logged a lot of innings for the Cardinals, even if those innings weren't quite up to the caliber of the innings that he that he logged for the team back in 2018. But as you heard in Michael's answer, and I, I think it does make sense, it's, it's, it's kind of apples and oranges. You're not able to compare what you'd be able to do midseason because in midseason, the rest of his body would potentially be able to, you know, be more in midseason form and less apt to potentially 
turn a small thing into a big thing because you're, you're kind of a well-oiled machine by that point in time. That's not the case right now for Michaelis, even though he's thrown a couple of times. It's it's early spring still, and, and there would be a lot of, you know, throwing that would take place over the coming weeks that would say, okay, now my body's more conditioned to to combat some of these things, and I feel more comfortable and confident to say I can handle the rigors of what this workload would be without feeling like I'm necessarily risking further injury or something of that nature. And so that's the way Michael has explained it, as you heard, where he feels like better safe than sorry is essentially the case. And I know the Cardinals always say this, and I've talked about this very thing in the podcast over the last three weeks that we've been doing the show. I said, hey, when spring training starts, you know, I like the starting pitching. I think it's, it could be a strength of this team. However, the caveat to that is when spring training starts, it's going to happen as it does every year that there will be a player, a pitcher, a starting pitcher that comes up with some sort of injury or setback within, you know, the first week or two of spring training. It always happens pretty much without fail. You just don't know who it's going to be, and you don't know how many of them it's going to be. And it's here. This is exactly what we've been talking about, and it's Michaelis. Ideally, it's nobody else. This is the only incident, and ideally the Cardinals are able to get in front of it and successfully the better safe than sorry mantra is going to end up being successful for them, and they'll get Miles Michaelis back in a few weeks. But you remember last season with Carlos Martinez, kind of a similar thing. Hey, we're going to shut him down. And what they did with Carlos, they said it's going to be for a week or two weeks. Like They set a date almost immediately to say he's going to be no throw until such and such a date. And I don't remember what the, the numbers were. It doesn't really matter. But the point is this is a little bit different with Michaelis because – and the comparisons of how it's similar is Carlos was dealing with an injury that he dealt with in the past and it wasn't quite healed the way the team wanted. This with Michaelis, kind of the same thing where it's an injury that he dealt with last year and it hasn't responded the way they had hoped through the you know the, the avenue of treatment of recovery that they chose to pursue throughout the offseason. And now we're here in spring and, you know, as Michael has described, maybe he, he got a little bit overamped, a little bit too eager when you get into spring training of, well, I feel good playing catch. I feel good. I feel good. I continue to feel good. Gosh, this must just be the way it is now. And then, you know, you're not able to, to sustain that when you actually start to ramp it up to the intensity level that is required of a starting pitcher in spring training as he prepares for the regular season. And so that's just kind of what happened with Michaelis. But the way it's kind of different from the Carlos Martinez thing is today we got to talk to Mike Schilt twice and we got to talk to Michaelis once. And neither of them in any of those instances kind of laid out a plan of here's how we're going to pursue this and handle this. And, and you know, here here's how long Michaelis is going to be on the no throw. Here's how long we're expecting to ha- have this take, this recovery, before we kind of reevaluate. They're kind of still in limbo right now, which you can look at that a variety of ways. But kind of my tendency is to say, you know, that they're wanting to be cautiously optimistic and and sometimes that doesn't that doesn't work out. I understand there's no reason to jump to any conclusions right now. And Michael is even you know, the way Michael is is talking, you know, you heard him say a little TLC, a little R and R and at another point during the interview session he said, you know, we'll see how it feels Sunday because uh, the commissioner at Hummel had asked, you know, you think another PRP injection could be on the horizon? Like is that something that you could potentially have have to go through for this? And he said it's too early to determine that. And Michael said, well, you know, I've got some more days before I can figure that out, like Sunday, which is actually tomorrow. So maybe they're going to give him a day of rest and then come back Monday and say, you know, how do you feel? And and that's going to be a a big part of it, I think, is constant communication with Michaelis. How does it feel? You know, how is your body responding to just having a little bit more rest? 
And, you know, you, you heard the clip from Michael is certainly uh, of how he feels and how he feels that it could just be a minor thing that he needs a couple of days and it could end up being fine. But I, I just don't know how that jibes because when you talk to him a little bit further, he explains that it really only hurts when he throws a baseball. And so if he's on a no throw, you're going to have to kind of rest. And then the way to determine if it's if it's feeling better, you're going to have to th- throw a baseball again and say, okay, is it something that's working out? And, and I thought the comparison was interesting. The degree to which you should be concerned, and I'll play for you in just a minute. Mike Schilt had an answer about, you know, just what his concern level is with the the status of Michaelis at this point. But, you know, in talking to Michaelis and, and, uh, regarding his concern level, doesn't seem to be too particularly high. And he was saying, it really only hurts when I throw a baseball. I it, I can lift weights. I can throw my kids into the pool. He, that's what he said. And, you know, that's it's not really a problem for that, but throwing a baseball. So it kind of begs the question, okay, when is going to be that point in time where you feel comfortable enough to say, uh, it's been 24 hours. It's been 48 hours, 72 hours. Okay. Now let's try and throw a baseball again and see if, uh, it still hurts, you know, so kind of vague in just not knowing exactly yet how they're going to pursue this. And, 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 you know, to what extent is the rest going to take place? Like, because with Carlos Martinez last year, you remember, okay, once you got into a couple of weeks of that, it's like, well, now it's another setback because he's got to ramp back up to, to be in, in pitching condition. He's basically starting spring training over as spring training ends for everybody else. And so you get into that situation with Michaelis. If it's just a couple few days, not a big deal. He's already been on a mound. He, he's, you know, a little bit more conditioned and, and probably can, can come back without missing too much of a beat. But if it ends up being, you know, three days turns into five turns into seven turns into two weeks. Then it's like, okay, in reality, you haven't picked up a ball in however long. And now you've got to kind of start yourself over. And that's certainly got the potential to put him on a, a little bit of a delayed calendar. As we approach the regular season, get a little bit deeper into spring. It's certainly, you know, Mike Schilt was asked, is it going to be a delay for his, his grapefruit league, you know, games? Is he going to be able to get into games on, on the same schedule? And he said, you know, it's possible that he does have a delay. Don't really know yet. Don't really know yet. So they don't have a whole heck of a lot of information, but certainly something that, that is raising some alarm bells at this point, because regardless of the reason, regardless of what it's explained as to have a pitcher go from ramping up on a normal program for spring training at this time of year to then say he's set back, he's shut down for, you know, they didn't use the word shut down. They didn't use, you know, the, the language surrounding this situation. They were very careful with how they phrase things. Um, but regardless of how the phrasing came out, I think it's just a reality that this time of year to have to take a step back as a pitcher when typically you're, you're ramping up during this month of February is not a good thing. It's definitely not ideal. And so it's a natural question to wonder. Manager of the Cardinals, Mike Schilt, how concerned are you? What is your concern level with the potential that Miles Michaelis might not be ready for Grapefruit League play, might not be ready for the regular season based on this development that has occurred over the last couple of days? Here's what Mike Schilt had to say earlier today regarding that question. You know, there's some concern. He's in a, he's in a setback, so, you know, how, how great the concern is. Um, you know, he's been able to pitch with in the past, but again, I think it's something we want to get behind him. Um, and to look what those steps look like. So, um, you know, he's had a little minor setback. We'll evaluate it. And, um, I'm not as concerned because it's more tendon, so we can heal that quicker. Um, Wiggles don't typically really repair. So, um, you know, we, we're comfortable about what it is and getting our head, you know, our head around it. And, um, so I'm concerned because he set back. I'm not concerned it's a major setback relative to what could be, you know, significant time based on a, 
a ligament or anything that's, and nothing is showing in the imaging that's, that's it, it's not worsened. It just hasn't healed to the way we would like it to heal to where it's gone away. And so there you have it from Mike Schilt, just talking about the situation with Miles Michaelis as one that has, has lingered and has not been resolved quite the way that they had hoped. And so whenever something like that happens, there is going to be some level of concern there. And I, I asked Mike Schilt a little bit later in that conversation with the media, asked him you know, about the depth surrounding the starting rotation and whether or not that gives him some confidence that his team will be able to weather these kinds of storms when they arise. And I, you know, the way I view it as an outsider is when they inevitably arise. But certainly within the, the, the that clubhouse, you don't want to think in those terms. Uh, but Mike Schultz did, did say, you know, they've, they've got a lot of guys that they feel confident in. And I, again, if those guys are healthy, I believe that that confidence is warranted because Jack Flaherty can be one of the best pitchers in baseball. He, he showed that the end of last season when he was the best pitcher in baseball over the course of the second half. You have an ERA under one. I think it's going to be kind of difficult to find anybody better over over that stretch than Jack Flaherty was uh and you know behind that Dakota Hudson I think it's going to be really interesting to see how he backs up what he did last season and and you know on 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 paper the traditional stats were very very strong for him but some of the underlying metrics say okay there's there's room for improvement here Uh, otherwise you're probably going to hit some regression in a negative way and so how can Dakota Hudson respond but certainly a talented young pitcher who has the uh, ability and the capability to improve upon what he's done so far as he grows and develops into the MLB pitcher that he wants to ultimately be for his career. So plenty of reason to have confidence in him. Adam Wainwright is Adam Wainwright. And if he's healthy, I think, you know, he, he knows how to pitch and grind, grind over hitters and at bats, I think as well as anybody in the game today, doesn't have the stuff that he once did, but you know, plenty of reason to believe that he, he can replicate what he did last year, as long as the body cooperates and, and it did in 2019. And so you're hoping again. It's all dependent upon health for for all these guys, really. Like even the guys that we take for granted. I'd say if, if any of these guys you were to peg as you know an injury risk or concern coming into spring training, I don't think Michaelis would have been at the top of that list, right? You'd have looked at Adam Wainwright and said, well, he certainly had the history of that. Uh, you know, you'd have looked at Carlos Martinez and said he, it happened last year, so it's been two seasons now to where Carlos has not been able to contribute as a starter for the for the full season. You know, 2017 was the last time that happened. I'm, I'm on the lookout for something like that. I'm on the lookout to hear bad news about Alex Reyes. Fair or unfair, that's just kind of the way I think a lot of fans are kind of bracing themselves and treating the situation with the former top prospect. And so, you know, even though Michael has had this situation at the end of end of last year that he was kind of pitching through some things and, and working on, I don't think we, we really, we didn't have the, the PRP injection information. That was not reported to my knowledge prior to today uh, that that took place at the end of last season. But, you know, without that information, being privy to that information at the time, he would not have been my first guess for somebody that would have had issues. But that just goes to show you that, you know, all these pitchers are are potentially dealing with things throughout the season. You don't always hear about all of them. And, and, you know, you say, why wasn't this reported? Well, I mean, a lot of times, you know, you don't know to ask specifically about a player if, if there's not, and, you know, there there are things that you can can look for and can try and poke poke and prod, but sometimes it's just a reality that things don't always come to light. And so, uh, in this case, it came to light today, and the the, the Cardinals are going to have to deal with that. But as for the rest of the rotation, I mean, Quan Young Kim is an addition that they made this off season, and I think they expect some big things out of him this year. And so that's really just talking about the guys that you're slating to to put into that starting five potentially. And we've talked about the six names overall that there are Michaelis is is included in that and so without Michaelis you think you got five names but then behind that Daniel Ponce de Leon young pitcher that that 
feels like he has a lot to prove and, and has a, a really good, strong bulldog mentality on the mound. Austin Gomber, another guy recovering from what was essentially a lost season for him, but a lefty that, that you could potentially get into your rotation. And, and if he's able to stay healthy and, and, and accomplish what he can, can do when he's on, uh, you know, we've seen good things from him in a Cardinal uniform. And, and uh, you know, certainly if you asked him, he, he'd like to think that there are more good things ahead. And so he could be a guy that can help out your starting rotation. So I do think the Cardinals have confidence in their depth, but that depth can only go so far if more of these these injuries do end up taking place. And so it'll be interesting to monitor the Cardinals. You know, Mike Schilt, it's premature to to look at this in terms of, well, at least we got Carlos. Well, at least we got this. Like, in their minds, I don't, I don't know that they're counting out Miles Michaels for – missing time during the regular season. Like, I don't know that they're banking on him missing starts. I, I'm, They're hopeful. They're cautiously optimistic, and that bothers fans a lot of times because they say, guys, this happens every year where at the beginning you say, well, we think it's this, and then, you know, as, as fans like to joke, then the guy's arm falls off. Or, you know, in reality, that means then he's out for a substantial period of time when at first you, you said it was a hangnail. That's not what they're saying, but, I mean, they have every reason to be cautiously optimistic because it's something he pitched through before, and... To have a sky is falling mentality when you really don't have all the information yet is not something that would benefit the Cardinals to do. So they're not taking that approach. Fans would like, you know, give it to us straight. Well, I, I believe me, I understand, and I understand there's been several instances you can point to throughout past seasons where this has been the trajectory. It starts out as a small thing, and it turns into a bigger thing as time develops. But as for right now, they, they don't have any reason to come out and say, yep, we're screwed, Michaelis is going to miss time because they don't know that that's going to be the case. So that, you know, my own impression of the situation as of right now, I would expect that just just based on what we've seen in past situations with guys and understanding, you know, what it takes physically for a guy to work his way up to being a starter and, and being able to to perform at that level for that consistent rate of time and throw six or seven innings every 5 days, it it, it takes a certain level of physical readiness that I think is compromised when you do start to say we're going to we're going to back off we're going to shut you down for this period of time if that period of time extends too far it can be difficult to then go ahead and try to ramp a guy back up so quickly because that's another way you can risk further injury because as Michael has said maybe I was doing a little bit too much too quickly because of the eagerness and 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 part of it was maybe over eagerness but part of it was as he acknowledged just the intensity that comes along with what you have to do to ramp yourself up during spring uh, to shrink that period of time that you have in spring training to allow yourself to get to that point is not a benefit to the end goal of being ready by the time opening day rolls around. So I, 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 you know, you can't mince words to say this is, it's fine. It's, you know, this is definitely a situation worth monitoring. And I also think the potential to know more about the situation over the next 48 to 72 hours is potentially pretty good to where, you know, we, we might be able to, to know a little bit more and whether the Cardinals are, are open to, sharing that plan with the media as of Monday or as of Tuesday. It just kind of remains to be seen, but it's going to depend upon how Michael says he feels, and, and that will kind of influence the direction they want to go with this. Right now, they're hoping rest cures it. You know, they have no reason to hope any differently, and time's going to tell if that's going to be the case or if the Cardinals are, are going to take a hit to their starting depth before spring really gets underway. Um, it, you know, going to be something that we're going to monitor and talk about uh, over the next few days and weeks, to be sure. Tomorrow, I believe uh, there were some hints from Mike Schilt today as we wrapped up um, the session that there could be something similar to the uh, pitching fielding tournament that the that they did last year, if you recall, where they, they split into teams and had a little contest, and, and in a way they try to 
infuse a little bit of fun into camp that can get a little bit monotonous when you don't have those kinds of things. So it'll be the last day before the position players get fully involved in, in mandatory uh, training camp. And so they'll try to do something a little more fun, a little lighthearted tomorrow. So we'll certainly have the coverage for you if you're interested in that kind of thing uh, from down here in Jupiter. You can find pictures, videos from whatever ends up taking place tomorrow at bshafer12 on Twitter, facebook.com slash bshafer12 on Facebook. And certainly we'll we'll try to recap anything that's relevant right here in the podcast. Make sure to subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the like, wherever you get your podcasts, you'll be able to find us there. Um, not sure if we'll be doing a show tomorrow. It could be kind of a, a, a lighter-hearted day without a lot of news. But certainly if there's a, a Michaelis update, um, I may hop on for 10 minutes just to kind of give give some insight into what that update looks like. But as for now, you know, a, a weekend show, it'll just depend on you know the schedule of the, the baseball season. There really is no such things as, as days off. Uh, you know, they can take a day off of playing, but that doesn't mean we won't have a podcast to recap what happened the day previous. So try to do as many of these shows as we can. Appreciate you guys for listening and for sticking with me through these shows. I'm going to try to continue infusing more elements of audio, as you heard today from Mike Schilt and Miles Michaelis. In yesterday's show, you heard from Alex Reyes. So different things like that, that if I, if I have the opportunity to include in the show, it makes it all the better, all the more insight that you guys are able to glean from listening to the podcast. So appreciate you for, for sticking around for B-Shape Daily. Hope you continue to do so throughout the rest of spring and as we get into the regular season. That's going to wrap for me today. I'm going to head out, try to find some dinner here in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, appreciate you guys for joining me, and we will talk to you probably for the next time, unless something crazy happens on Sunday. We'll talk to you on Monday.